Hey, it's Craig Gross. I'm joined today with Colette. What's your real last name? I'm not telling you on camera. That's oh. ridiculous. <laughs> That's not how we're starting this fucking film. Get out of here. Colette? Okay, I'm Craig. Okay, we'll start over. Hi, it's Craig. And I'm joined with... Colette Patricia. Craig Gross, that is. And welcome to Cannabis is Spiritual, episode one. How did we get here? Uh, well, I guess it depends on where the starting point is. How did we get here? I don't know. I sent you an email. Uh, I found you through an article that was posted on Instagram from Civilized Life. And it just said that this pastor was talking about weed. And I thought that's pretty cool. So I reached out and I said, you know, I identified as a Christian at one point and I now hold space for people to use cannabis in a spiritual practice and was wanting to see if you'd be interested in a chat. And then a lot has happened since then. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny with the internet because we've been at it since April uh, at this project. And then you don't release a podcast. You don't post a photo on Instagram. And then everybody says, well, what, what's going on? Like a, a lot's been going on trying to navigate faith, spirituality, God, you know, weed, uh, <laughs> cannabis, um, and, and how to make that a business, how to... Uh, serve people well um, and find not just the, the hole in the market. Uh, we've identified there's a massive hole, I think, in, in this market, but um, how to bring people into this conversation without um, having them all disappear. Um, because I, I don't know, we've hit some hot topics. So you reached out and it's fun. It's fun to get new friends. <laughs> it's crazy to have a bunch of old friends disappear because of this one phrase. I kid you not. Cannabis is spiritual. Um, that's what's done it. If I would have just taken the easy path to stay in either one of the two camps of medical or recreational, oh, okay, I can agree with Craig, but I don't know. That's kind of crazy for a pastor to do that. But it's like I'm infringing on somebody else's beliefs when I say that cannabis for me has been very spiritual. Um, Colette's sitting here because guess what? The same thing true yeah and guess what there's more than just two people <laughs> that found each other on the internet to have this conversation that um, sounds so <laughs> weird <laughs> but for me to literally and I, I say lose friends like and this kind of like my wife found out she has cancer and I've also talked about cannabis why does like the fact that I'm interested in selling cannabis and having a, a conversation about cannabis you just disregard and disabandon any relationship, not even a, a text like, oh, like I've even heard that this cancer is because of what we're doing, because it's so sinful. And <laughs> I mean, there's such crazy stuff people throw. And so welcome to this podcast, because we're going to be two and three and four or five. There's going to be a lot of us uh, that you're going to meet. And we're going to add to that crazy conversation to say things on the Internet like cannabis is spiritual. And I, I think it's funny because we're actually the first group of human beings that have used cannabis since the actual beginning of documented time that have completely forgotten about its spiritual uses. So only in the last 83 years since prohibition has this concept of cannabis being spiritual has just been completely wiped out and negated from some pretty effective propaganda. So for us to say this, it's not, it's not like it's new. This is information that's borrowed and passed down and we're just 
talking about it in a public and digital way, which is the first time that that's ever happened. Yeah, we say the first time, and, and here's, here's, here's what I found. We're not the first. Uh, I, we've just met Stephen Gray, who wrote a, an amazing book called Cannabis and Spirituality. For nine, 10 years, next year, wait, nine years, they've been doing a spirit plant medicine conference in Canada. Say what you want about those Canadians, <laughs> they us Americans. They've got healthcare figured out and they've got, <laughs> I, I don't know, they've got a bunch of other things figured out that, that we, we can't seem to. Um, and yet I can't even tell you the name of their, do you know their president? They don't call him a president, but. Their prime minister, I don't. Oh, see. Okay, sorry, Canadians. <laughs> sorry, Neil. <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> so he wrote an amazing book and he has a whole conference about this. But when I asked him, hey, how many Christians are you seeing? How many Catholics are you seeing? How many people of different religions are you seeing in your space? And he just said, oh, by the time they, they end up here, they don't really um, not participate in normal organized religions. They don't. They, Maybe they don't identify. Identify, that's yeah. the word. And so I was like, oh, I don't really. I get it, but I don't get it. And so when we say, here's a conversation coming from yeah, a Christian evangelical pastor, um, it sounds like so boring and so not what I've done with my life for 18 years. Oh, I'm a Christian evangelical. Like, yeah, I've been called a pastor. You've, we'll talk about your growing up in the, the Christian church. Um, but I think this message is not just for a set of people in a set of religious rules over here. It's for everybody. But it doesn't mean if you take on this belief that cannabis is spiritual, that you have to throw out mm. everything else you've read in Awanas and Bibles. Did you do Awanas? No. Oh. <laughs> it was like this club and you wore a vest and you went on Wednesdays. It was like pre-youth group when you're in elementary school. It was like Christian Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts, but you're together and you're in Awanas and you mm. sang songs. Okay, cool. You, I'm not familiar. You play on a flannel board at church? <laughs> Okay. No, I came to the church later in life, so okay. I missed all this craziness. Missed all that. <laughs> and so for us to now say cannabis is spiritual, I think you can, you can still identify with any religious group that you've already identified with, or you can find a new group, or the fastest growing group of people right now inside religious space is, are people that don't associate with any one particular religion. Really what we're trying to encourage people is that like you can add cannabis into any spiritual practice and so it doesn't matter what it looks like. And so if you identify within one particular religion or, or school of thought, then that's fine. And if you don't, that's also fine because the whole point of what we believe and what we've experienced is that you can have a spiritual experience, a spiritual encounter with the divine, with God, with Jesus, with source, whatever word you want to use here that fits your vocabulary, that makes you feel comfortable, if you incorporate cannabis into that practice, then it expands your understanding of whatever it is that you view as this deity or this you know, concept that can't be described in words, this God, this holiness, this universe, whatever you know, language. And so it's, it's inviting people to introduce cannabis into your existing spiritual practice. And if you don't necessarily have a spiritual practice, then allowing cannabis to sort of guide you into creating one that makes sense for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what I, what I remember what I was trying to say on, um, it's not like we're adding to the Bible or we're taking away from the Bible or your set of beliefs. Like this is in addition to like what Colette says, your, your practice. So we were joking the other day that wine is spiritual. I mean, it was Jesus's first miracle to turn water into wine, but we, I don't think a lot of people use wine just 
for, you know, for that intent. And so when we talk about cannabis, the thing that we've got a lot of stories and the people that you'll meet on this podcast, they, we've, we have shared experiences. And so that's another hard part that I have a problem with when somebody, uh, my old PR firm said, we cannot do this launch with you, Craig, unless you can prove to us with the scripture that what you're saying is true. And I bet I, I can find you a Bible verse or two. I could twist them around, however, which way they'll, tw they'll twist the same scriptures back. And so to me, you've worked with me for 15 years and you've seen all the work that I've done that that's really been just helping people. So why would you not think like just from my personal experience, like why would I make this up? You know, why would somebody else sit here and go, wait, I've had these experiences and you know, Colette's taken it even further than me. Like, I'll go launch a website and do that. Like, you know, I mean, tell them what you've been doing just from your bedroom and from your living room to now out in front of people. So I started incorporating cannabis into a meditation practice and meditation is one of those things that it's, it exists in two camps as well, one being spiritual and one being scientific. So depending on where you learn about meditation, you'll get two different approaches to the same practice. And so my meditation practice was sort of infused with both. And I had a lot of scientific backing and understanding of it. And then also the spiritual components of meditation. And so one day I just decided to smoke weed and, and meditate and see what happened. Um, and it was just such a hugely profound experience for me. Like I was really overcome and had an encounter with God. Like it was such a deep emotional, spiritual experience. Like I was weeping in just the experience of unconditional love and acceptance. It just washed over my whole body. And it was just like, I knew that was God. There was no other way that it could be anything but God because of the way that I was comforted and nurtured in that moment. And I have had spiritual encounters before this without any type of plant medicine, without cannabis. And so I had kind of already had a benchmark for what this, these spiritual experiences sort of feel like. And so I did that and thought, whoa, that was cool. <laughs> I didn't really, like I, I knew it could help you with your meditation, but I didn't know that it could actually leverage a spiritual encounter. Um, so that was a very, very significant moment. And then I kind of kept replicating that for myself over time. I would try it again and I would meditate again and create this environment, create this intention to use cannabis to have an encounter with God. And every time I just, he would meet me there and I would have this incredible, incredible experience. And wait, how many of those times are you saying, or any? wait, I'm really high, that's not it. That's like demonic or that's somebody else or that's... No, there's no way that you can confuse it. Like when you have the energy of unconditional love and acceptance just like bursting through your body and you just know without a doubt with every cell in your body that it's God, like there is no question of whether or not it's anything less than absolute purity and goodness because we don't spend a lot of time being exposed to that type of love and that type of energy in the world. And so when we do feel it, it, it knocks us on our knees essentially because it's yeah. so significant. So no, there was never one minute that I questioned whether it was of goodness or not. But you know, when you get a little high, like then you're like, Oh wait, am I high or is it you never question it? No, never. I've never okay. once questioned it. So for it. me, I, I question everything. Um, and that's why I break a lot of rules because I question them, but then I'm like, no, cause same thing happened. And it wasn't me sitting in seated, what's in position? 
Just cross-legged or cross, lotus. Yeah, lotus. <laughs> it's me like literally lying in bed in my sinkhole in my bed because I have the Tempur-Pedic to the lowest, it's ridiculous, but the lowest setting possible and I just kind of sink in. And when you're a little high, you're like, oh, I'm, it's like a ride. But um, you just kind of sink into it and then, yeah, you're, my chatter starts to quiet and then I'm connected more in a heart space, which I know that's where God is. So for me, I'm like, wait, is it? And you start hearing these, what I would call downloads or a listening ear. Mm-hmm. We, we, I don't know why, we just teach people to pray and talk all day. Like, just listen, mm-hmm. say nothing. In fact, I, I don't think I remember the last time. I think I prayed in front of a meal because like we were supposed to, like, because we had people over. <laughs> um, and then our kids are like, well, like, I don't get it either. But like, you're, you're praying and I'm listening more than I'm talking. And so, but for me, I'm like, wait, no, what? So I have some tests in my head. Some, some like, I'll, I'll go, is it confusing? Because mm. God's not a God of confusion. Right. Is there anything he's saying that's like putting fear or doubt in you or shaming you or like, or is it, is it just good? Does it blow your mind? Because it's big and it doesn't seem possible. And so that's when you're like, oh shit, yeah, yeah, that's, and for me, I'm constantly like there and then going, wait, am I going to forget this? And I don't know if your mind works like mine, but like it will, if it's so profound and so big and so like you're saying, you don't hear a lot of that on a daily basis and now you're not going to forget it. You'll, it will show back up the next day or to, to me, like, you know, maybe a week later, or if you're like me, go write all that down. Like I have 317 notes on my phone right now. One day I'm going to organize them. Um, but these are just notes that I feel like as I listen more, and that's what cannabis has done for me. It's, it's allowed me to listen more and go into that space where I used to have TV in my room. And two and a half years ago, I stopped watching TV in bed and I started using cannabis. Um, and I don't, I don't watch hardly any TV now, but I wouldn't take away those evenings that I've had with in this space for, for anything. In fact, now I'm like, wait, I trusted it. Both of us, you'll hear, we've trusted this enough to now move outside of our either bed or lotus position <laughs> and go talk about this um, because it's truth. Uh, but I do think sometimes you might just... If, if you haven't heard his voice before, like I've, I've moved my family from California to Michigan because I heard God say, I want to put you in a place to build this ministry. I've, I've done like crazy ass things that have just been because of God. And if I can, we don't have hours I could tell you about, oh, that puzzle piece and, and this and how this all landed. And it was just me walking into that. And I did that maybe five, six big moves in my life. Not physical moves, but like where I heard God say something at 17, Craig, I want you to go into the ministry. And yeah, it was in Venezuela. And I came back, I told my, my parents, like, I'm going to go study to be a pastor. They thought I'd lost it. But I, I heard that voice. I heard that voice that said, hey, I, I want you to lay down Triple X Church. That was in 2013. It took me freaking six years to, to, to trust that voice or to trust enough for me to get out of the way. And so I think if you know, the Bible says, if you know my voice, my sheep hear, hear my voice and they, they know it's me. They know my voice. So if you've heard his voice before, when it now comes into you like in full surround sound, 
it's not a confusing voice. Yeah, and I will say though that God doesn't always speak with an audible voice to everyone. And so that is part of the exciting thing about this notion of, about cannabis being spiritual is that you put yourself in a position to have a true relationship with the creator of the entire universe that's personal to you because God doesn't necessarily speak to me in words. Sometimes I get insights and that's what I don't trust when I'm high because I'm like, oh, that's a weird random thought or idea. Sometimes my ideas are brilliant when I'm high and sometimes they're absolute garbage. And so, you know, what I, but what I do trust is how I feel. And so when I have an encounter with God, it is a feeling in my body. It's a sensation that I can connect to. It's a state of being that is not mine. I, if you will, but it is because obviously it's happening inside of my body. And so when I have that experience, if I can stay present enough in, how, in what it feels like, then it's not like I hear words like God's picking up a phone and giving me a call. It's just, it comes up as a knowing. It's like all of a sudden there's an understanding or a knowing in my mind or in my being that didn't exist beforehand. And so I think that this, this is a great example and also one of the challenging things about the Christian church is that it talks about hearing God's voice. And so there's so many people that believe that if they're not hearing God's voice in the way that you can hear mine right now, then God must not be talking to them. And that's just simply untrue. And because we don't have the tools to teach people how to have a spiritual journey that is unique to them and unique to their own soul and their own spirit, then people just feel like, well, God must not love me as much as they love Craig Gross, as much yeah. as he loves Craig Gross, because he doesn't tell me these words the same way he does to you. And so this is why incorporating cannabis in a spiritual practice is not trying to reteach or reframe or, or tell anybody something that they have to abandon or let go of. It's saying this is a way that you can learn how to connect to yourself. And through that connection to yourself, you're going to understand your relationship to God in a better way. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what this is interesting, because we haven't, we haven't talked about this, but would you say you're a feeler to begin with? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So here's the difference. <laughs> And this is why I think, I mean, I'm, you said sometimes I, I have these crazy wild ideas that I don't trust. Mm -hmm. I would challenge you to not think they're that wild and crazy. Because for I'm getting me, better at it. <laughs> because for me, this is like, I'm learning, cannabis has taught me how, how to feel. Mm. And so for me, I've been in my intellect for my whole life. And so I didn't need cannabis. You know, I've never done coke, but like friends that have done coke that are like, yeah, I'm just gonna work and keep working. It was like, oh gosh, you know. So cannabis to me, when I started, it was a hybrid, um, but it's skewed to more of a, a indica-based hybrid is where has been the best thing for me, which if you don't smoke or you don't know much about it, there's sativa. Can you give us the... I mean, I could, but really the foundation that we're building on sativa and indica being the two classifications yeah. of cannabis are not entirely I know it's, accurate I know. Anyways, <laughs> we're going to geek out. Okay, fine. I won't but geek just out today. But like indica's... Body and head. Yes. So as a general guideline that they're now moving away from, disclaimer, but anyways, <laughs> they used to build this uh, classification of cannabis as indica would put you into couch or it's like body heavy, mm -hmm. like sedating, you know sleepy and munchy basically and then the sativas are going to be activating so stimulating the mind more energy in the body good for activity and moving around yeah and so for me using cannabis i talked about it at, at a spa like for the first time going into a jacuzzi or um you know a steam room something where your body when, when you take a hybrid or you take an indica based cannabis you're going to feel all that more so if you like that you know everything just feels better. So if I'm in bed and I'm sitting there and your body is just feeling um, 
not just relaxed, but you're more aware of your whole body. Mm. And so we had an experience, on, we'll, we'll talk about another time in Canada, not using cannabis, using a light, um, <laughs> where I had, it, it's a DMT light, um, and it's wild. And we had this experience where you sit under it, and I mean, I bought the light, and they all laughed at me, <laughs> and then uh, I said, no, you go sit under the light. So I, me and Mark, pretty intellect heavy dudes that are in our head a lot we're just like we got this amazing download and it was like okay colette she sits up and you're like yeah <laughs> well i think that i uh well so they really talked the light up for, in my defense they were like it's the best thing ever so i was like okay and the light is really freaking cool and people are having really cool experiences on it but for me i just felt stuff happening in my body like i didn't really get a lot in the brain it really didn't have this profound experience that they had experienced and then i was feeling a little bit like, you know, I got gypped from the light or something because I didn't get this magical experience. Okay. But it triggered something that I could feel in my body that then led me to sort of unpack something within my psyche and in my subconscious from like trauma in years past that like I hadn't really known or seen it in that perspective. Yeah. And so it definitely, like it stimulates the pineal gland in the brain, which is what is the release of that DMT molecule yeah. in the mind. But like it, um, yeah, it was, it was cool. And, but again, it's like, I connect to everything through yeah. my body and how I feel. So I think that's when you get two of us and you're like, maybe some of you are through the head, maybe some of you, your body, my wife's more like Colette and the guy who was actually showing us the light, he starts talking to Colette cause he said, Oh no, women feel things more than men. And so this is an odd that you would be under this and you would start to feel. So when Colette's talking about, you know, her meditations and I've been to those and um, it's a lot of, of feeling. And so for a guy sitting there, I'm like, yeah, if I'm not on cannabis, I probably wouldn't be. And she does a really great job of making you feel, feel what your body's going through. And then you can pinpoint, I think some areas that are either calling out or, um, or you can sit in that, or you can sit it in your head. And so I think all of it, um, there's not one way like, oh, if you do this, this is going to happen. Mm. But when you slow, slow down your mind, and I think you're, you're able to sit in a space with intent with cannabis, mm. um, that's what you're gonna get here with us. We didn't, and I didn't start this because I started, you know, just smoking weed and eating pizza and move to the beach and just want to like, you know, start a stoner brand and throw it at Christians. Like this was none of that. This was literally like two years of sitting going, I don't know if I can talk about this. Is this weird? But yet feeling this medicine and this plant has connected me more with God. And when we launched um, in April, you know, I, I wanted to tell all my friends about it. And if you know me, that's what I do. Like, in almost every experience I'm in, I'm always thinking about like, who's gonna be, like, who can I bring here? And that's all I wanted to do with this. And I remember as we were about to launch, um, we'd worked with a, a PR team and I said, I, well, they said, what benefits have you gotten from this? I said, physical, emotional, and spiritual. And then even my friend, uh, who's a Christian who helped me a lot on this project, he said, I don't know, Craig, if you say it's spiritual, I, I, I haven't had that. And I get it, if you've not used cannabis and had a spiritual encounter, I get it. But to look at us and go, we're crazy, instead of to look to us to go, oh, maybe we can help you if you're interested in using this plant and receiving some benefits spiritually. I think it's there, it's, it's there for the taking. And 
I decided in the video that we released to say, dare I say spiritual. And it's November right now. So from April to November, a lot has happened. A lot of people have come and gone. A lot of different proposals have gone out. A lot of different offers have come in about us getting products on shelves. Um, a lot of different money has come my way. Um, and I've taken none of it. Um, because none of it is aligned with where I know God said to, to go with this. And for me, I, I just laughed that, oh yeah, we're supposed to go down the lane. That's like the one line that I was supposed to take out of that video. And that one line is what's been so polarizing mm. in this whole conversation that tells me that's exactly where we need to be. Mm. Um, not just talking to um, my religious friends that follow these ways, but talk to everybody everywhere that wants to listen and is interested in learning about cannabis and spirituality. So that's what we're gonna do on this podcast. Um, we're gonna tell you our stories. We're gonna bring in friends that have similar experiences. We're gonna bring in people that, that maybe have no experience. We might show you what happens when people start to use this this way. And um, we're excited, we're excited to share that. I got lots more things I, I wanna to get to on, on the next episode, but. Closing thoughts on this final one, or this first one? Closing thoughts is, it's just, it's such an honor to even be having this conversation through digital means, and I don't know, it's just, it's really crazy to think that this is my life sometimes. Um, but just to kind of wrap up about even the difference between the intellect and the feeling body, like, I think that so many people live in their intellect, even if they are emotional creatures, or, you know, they connect to that part of their being, and so cannabis just, allows us to get out of the mind and the mind is what creates separation the mind is what creates boundaries that's what separates us from other people from other people groups from different like everything that's what creates judgment that's what creates i am over here and you're over there and, and we want to keep it that way and so as you do more effort in working through that analytical mind and just connecting really deeply to your spirit like that's what spirituality is is connecting to your spirit and then understanding where your spirit actually comes from and your spirit is it comes from god straight from there so um yeah i'm super excited to be here and share lots of more weird things from here <laughs> weird but i mean what you just said is so simple and so basic like it's like why is i, I still don't know why is why is that such a hard, I mean, is just because cannabis has made us all geniuses that we understand that? No, no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Like, why is that, why is that thought that your spirit, well, but where do you go to church? And exactly. what do you believe in? Yeah. And would you, well, is that, like, is there... I just think that we're so conditioned, regardless of whether you affiliate with a religious organization or not, we are, there's st so much conditioning that goes into all of us, even if you you know, identify as an atheist or you have zero spiritual principle or practice, there's still cultural conditioning that's built into us that creates God as a separate entity and we are meek, tiny little humans running around here doing these, you know, random things. And we are at the mercy of his will. He's some big guy on a cloud that's, you know, you, we better earn his approval. And like, that's just so untrue. Like it's so categorically experientially untrue. And if you've had an encounter with 
with this entity, with this spirit, with the universe, with God, with Jesus, whatever language you want. If you've had an encounter, then you start to understand that this smiting God on a cloud with a lightning bolt is actually complete fairy tale. Like it's made up. And like this essence of your very soul, the essence of the spirit inside of every single being is the essence of God. And God is so intimately and infinitely creative that it wanted to experience life in 7.8 billion different ways and see what it's like to be a human and see if we can learn how to embody unconditional love and acceptance because that is what God is. He is nothing else. He can only be that. And I even say he knowing that that is triggering for people because some people cannot get on board with an idea of God that uses a pronoun he. So that's even still my own religious conditioning that comes into play yeah. in the way that I view God. And I just think that if we can teach people and encourage people to go find out for themselves, then we will have such a deeper and greater understanding as a human, yeah. as humans, yeah. what it means to be love and what it means yeah. to embody love and share love yeah. in the world. All right, let's talk about that next week because I don't think we're in a culture, especially with church, to let us think for themselves, ourselves. Mm we're told by people without experiences about what this book says and what we can talk about. And so I think this idea of the, I believe the plants are waking up. I believe people are waking up. Mm -hmm. And then we're going, oh wow, it's really this easy. There's God, there's me, there's, there's wait, there's, we're together. There's a, a union here, mm -hmm. a communion with God. But just so you know, we're gonna have, I mean, we're planning on talking inside many different religious spaces, uh, not us all personally, because, hey, I, I don't have inroads in the Catholic Church, mm. uh, but we know people that do. And so I have inroads inside the Christian, Christian world. We're going to have people on here that, um, and uh, as our company expands, we're going to have multiple different brands inside different religious spaces. Um, and we believe that's okay, um, because there's room at the table, I think, in this conversation um, for anyone. Even if you don't right now, uh, you know, identify with a religion um, or you're confused. Uh, this is just between you and God. And so next week we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about um, the track um, and just kind of how we kind of came up with this whole idea of cannabis is spiritual. So thanks for uh, joining us.